You're listening to Word Bohemia Podcast with your host, Sharon Woodcock. The Word Bohemia Podcast is for online entrepreneurs and writers with a strong vision and mission through their work and their words. Each month, business coach and storyteller Sharon Woodcock shares insights and interviews with a messaging and story theme to inspire and help you to connect with your own. Hi and welcome to episode number two. Today we have the wonderful Emma Ashford, who is an insomnia, sleep and stress specialist. Hi Emma, it's so lovely to have you on this call today. I wanted to create a space for entrepreneurial women who have a really big vision for their business and they want to make an impact in some way. And I chose you because I know that your vision and your mission is so important. And I just feel that it's something that needs more exposure because I think that more people suffer from the thing that it is that you help people with. And it's something that I think as an entrepreneur, a lot of people can actually struggle with too. So Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's so lovely to speak to you. And I know that you're from my neck of the woods as well. I'm from York and you're from Sheffield. So it's lovely. I'm in Sheffield, yeah. Yeah, it's lovely to have another Yorkshire person. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah. So just start off by telling me a little bit about your business and what it is that you do. Sure, yeah. So I run Sleep Seekers and as it says in the title, really it's for people who are seeking sleep. So uh, generally for those who are struggling to sleep, um, I help people to overcome insomnia. Um, But I also really want to be working with people to understand sleep and to prevent any issues occurring as far as possible. Um, So certainly for those people to overcome insomnia, but also to just generally educate people on the risks and how to avoid them as far as possible. Because it is a really big issue and it's really not talked about even close to enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what was the reason at the beginning when you first started your business? What was that call to action for you that just was so compelling that you just had to do this? Well, it came from um, working in private practice um, in counselling and hypnotherapy. Um, And I was seeing people for lots of different reasons, but gradually started to specialise in insomnia. And I think because I was getting really good results um, and because it was something that I really enjoyed, it just became like a a natural progression to specialise. And partly as well because there was nobody else available to be helping people. There wasn't really anyone else um, offering what I was offering. So it became a a general specialism in my um, one-to-one practice. And I just basically got far too busy. I, I just could not keep up with the demand for what I was doing. And for me, it was just amazing because over a course of, you know, five, six weeks, I would see people go from you know, a a drawn, pale shadow to literally watching someone come back to life as they got their sleep back on track. And to me, it just seemed easy. It it didn't seem complicated. Um, It seemed like it was just an obvious way of, of going about getting sleep back. So I really kept feeling like I'm onto something here. I'm onto something. I can really help people with this to the point where I was kind of driving home from work every day and kind of this this kind of 
something was bugging me on my mind saying you've got to do more with this because this can really help on a much bigger scale um and so I've also been having children in the past couple of years and it just became something that felt like I couldn't ignore that sort of tap on the shoulder. And so I've created Sleep Seekers to be able to help much more people on a much bigger scale and make a bigger impact in the world of sleep and insomnia generally. Wow, that is huge. It just sounds like that light bulb moment was like so quite a dramatic one for you. It was one of those where, yeah, it felt quite dramatic in that I, I totally knew I was onto something and it hit me in the face every single day I was ever seeing people. Mm. And I would get people contacting me from abroad or from different cities and I couldn't really do much to help. And that frustrated me. And then it just became something that this idea, this just would not leave me alone. <laughs> just this yeah. feeling that I needed to do something with it. Um, so it has been dramatic. Um but also in some ways prolonged over a period of time. It, it didn't just, you know, I didn't just get up one day and decide to do it. It's been something that I've been building in my mind for some time. Okay, so just so that we can see this bigger picture of what you have for your business, because the essence of what you do is really clear. But when mm. it comes to, say, like the next two to five years, for example, what is that bigger vision that you have? Um, well, it's it's big. So, <laughs> I my my mission, what I'm driven by, is I really want to rid the world of unnecessary insomnia. So that is the insomnia that is um, what we call primary insomnia, where it's not caused by a side effect of medication or an illness. It's insomnia in its pure sense, where people just can't sleep either because of what's going on in their mind or because their body's in bad habits. Mm -hmm. So I really, really want to rid the world of unnecessary insomnia and help people get their lives back. But then alongside that, I really want to make an impact in the prevention of insomnia. And I don't feel like this is really talked about a great deal, but what I found is that there are certain risk factors and, and times in life that are risky for developing insomnia. And I think that a bit of education there in the right times, in the right places, could make a huge inroad to preventing insomnia starting for people in the first place. Mm -hmm. And I found that over and over again with people, I was saying, I wish this stuff was taught in schools. And so again, it's this tap on the shoulder saying, well, if you're not going to do it, if you're not going to make something happen there, who is. Mm. So I'd like it to be taught in schools. I'd like it to be taught in antenatal classes. I'd like it to be taught in all those points where I recognize as risk factors for insomnia developing. Wow. <laughs> and it's big. <laughs> it is big, yeah. Um, so, so in terms of being able to achieve that, what is your current mm. mission? What are you working on today? that is going to help you to get where you want to be in five years? So at the moment, it's all about empowering people to know that there is something that you can do about your insomnia. Mm -hmm. So I've um, recently developed my online program, which is called the Total Sleep Reset Program. And yep. that is a six-week program, which is all about helping you to reset your sleep. So if you ever wish you could press the reset button on your sleep, this is exactly what this program does. Mm -hmm. And it tackles everything that I've developed into my model over the time working with people with insomnia. So at the moment, it's about this program being like the flagship 
for supporting people to overcome their issues on a one-to-one individual basis and using that as a platform to be able to um, empower people to know that you don't just have to settle for it and just because you've tried all the sleep hygiene stuff and you've tried the lavender sprays and Mm -hmm. avoided screens and all that stuff that's kind of talked about on a very generic level even though that isn't working for you that's just a sticking plaster on a broken leg. You yeah. have to have the right tools for the job. And so this is about educating people that these tools do exist. Mm-hmm. And so the way to do that with you at the moment is the sleep reset. Is that, you say it's a one-to-one program? Yeah, that's a yeah. one-to-one program. So it's, um, it's an online program where you get all the modules. It's video-based and audio-based to go through the, the kind of fundamentals of what you need. And then you, you have access to me every week to answer your questions and to work more closely if you're struggling in any way. Yeah. What I find is that insomnia isn't complicated and it isn't inventive, So actually, even if you get two people whose insomnia seems quite different, it's the same fundamentals that we need to get in place. And so that's why it's it's quite an easy thing to put into an online program. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, So explain to me, because it sounds that you are so passionate about what it is that you do. Tell me what it is that you love so much. Yeah, it's (laughs) I think it's because. It's an intersection between therapeutic techniques and and how your brain works and the sort of common sense element of things. So I think I really enjoy the psychoeducation part where I get to just teach people, you know, this is how we're built as human beings and this is how we can make the most of it Mm. and, and help ourselves and use the therapeutic stuff as well, which I really enjoy. And then I think for me, the reason that it became such a passion which I totally wasn't expecting mm-hmm. <laughs> I I think it's because I literally see people come back to life it, it makes such a huge impact because sleep is the fundamental for everything like if you're not getting enough sleep you have not got the resilience you need to be able to deal with the rest of life so you know if you've got all these issues you feel like you need to sort out in various parts of your life sleep is like the number one priority because without that you're not in a strong place to deal with anything else and and I know how rubbish it can feel not to be getting enough sleep um just from having the experience of having children yeah definitely um so when it comes to like people coming to you what kind of um I suppose presenting factors that are really typical of most people would you say Well, I think one of the things that happens a lot and that I would like to change through the work that I'm doing is that people wait until they are literally desperate, like crawling in, dragging themselves because they're so exhausted because it's gone on for so long. Um, So I get a lot of people who are like just absolute last chance saloon. I've got to do something about this. Otherwise, I don't know how I can survive. So that happens a lot. I have a lot of people who um, are off work, struggling with insomnia, but often don't tell work why they're off. Um, It gets misdiagnosed as depression or anxiety or something like that. And then I get a lot of people who they describe, and I'm sure most people can can, uh, relate to this to some degree, is that feeling of like, I just can't make my mind switch off. Mm. Um, 
my brain just will not stop. And so I get a lot of that too. Um, so insomnia can present in lots of different ways. For some people, it's like my brain just won't stop. And for others, they just feel like I just can't seem to get myself to sleep, but yet there's nothing going on. I'm so tired, but I will not go to sleep. Um, so it presents in lots of different ways. And I don't think there's often people describe, oh, I'm not sure I've got full insomnia um, because it might not be like they've heard someone else describe it. But if you can't sleep when you know you need to be, that's insomnia. Yeah. Okay. And when it comes to how they are when they leave working with you, when they finish working with you, what kind of um, benefits or what would they be demonstrating inside themselves that is fundamentally changed other than obviously sleeping <laughs> you know what would be the yeah. um, benefits well I mean they can they're just so huge um I remember one lady describing that she felt like the color had come back into the world wow. um it's really really powerful stuff you can physically see on people's faces like they just look healthier they've got color in their face again um, relationships improve massively. People can get back into bed with partners. And that's a really common issue that no one talks about really is that often people are sleeping separately because one can't sleep. And actually it either puts a real strain on the relationship or they're really, really sad about the fact that they can't share a bed. Um, so getting people back into bed together is a really, really big thing. Um, people just being able to function again, but I think one of the really nice side effects, um, and I've had this said quite a lot, and I think this can be quite surprising, is I've had quite a few people say, I'm really glad this happened hmm. because it was bad enough to make me seek help. And through seeking help, I've actually got a lot more out of it than just being able to sleep. So, you know, people learn how to manage their own mind. They don't get overruled by worry anymore because they've learned how to manage the kind of switching off process in their mind. They, they're managing things, stresses better because they've had to learn in order to be able to sleep. Just all sorts of things that you might not even expect. Just generally speaking, how long would it take somebody to cure like chronic insomnia? So generally speaking, five to six weeks. Um, some people it's less, some people it's a little more, um, but around five or six weeks is the, um, is the kind of benchmark. That is absolutely and amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. And one of the, one of the important things I think just from what you just said is a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I've had this for 20 years. So this is going to be like a massive issue for me to deal with. But what I've found is it doesn't matter if you've had it 20 years or three months, mm the time to recover is the same. So the, my message is always don't wait. Don't, don't just put it with it, you know, like deal with it. Um, because even when it's been 20 years, it can change really quick. Do you think there's some element of maybe, I don't know, embarrassment or just feeling that they, that they should be able to sort something this out because it's like a natural yeah. thing that we have to do? Yeah, that's yeah. a really, really big thing. Um, a lot of people say, oh, I just need to sort myself out. Um, you know, I'll ask people, why did you wait so long? And it, and it will be answers like that. Um, I had one guy who told me that he was considering crashing his car on purpose so that he didn't have to go to work, but he'd have a reason 
as in like he'd have a broken leg or something. Yeah. Um, because he was so afraid to tell them he couldn't sleep because it seemed so stupid to him. Wow, that is big, isn't it? It's yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's it's something people some people are willing to, you know, put it out there and say it, but I think more than anything it tends to be hidden. Mm. Yeah. Well, I can understand why you're so, you know, so driven with this. Um, because it is the fundamental, is it? It's like it's as important well, say. I don't know how you can compare these things, actually, but as eating, you know, we have yeah. to eat. It's a natural thing we have to do. We have to sleep. Yeah. Our absolutely. bodies need to repair themselves. And, yeah. you know, even dreaming, I believe, is, is an important um, factor in our cells repairing and processing, yeah. you know, absolutely. everything that's gone on from the day. Um, yeah. Everything uh, that happens at sleep is a necessary function. Yes, yeah. And so because of that, you know, because of that natural thing that it is <laughs> all by itself, it's like having to intervene in that and say, right, I need to do something physically or mentally different. You might feel mm-hmm. initially as, oh, gosh, that's, that's probably going to be quite hard work because I'm going to have yeah. to change my routine. I'm going to have to change the way I think about how I spend my evenings, you know, those late nights. As you said, some of them might be minor contributions. Some of them might be major depending on each person. So some people might be working right up until they go to sleep and unable to switch off from the day in that way, where other people, they may have um, issues going on with themselves and their partner or with their families there's all sorts of things but the fact is that somewhere along the line things need to change and it's whether or not you're (laughs) at that point that you see that it's really fundamental um so that you have to do that work but as you just said six weeks is no time at all for what could be absolutely massive um benefits to your life Absolutely. And, and, you know, it isn't hard. Um, It isn't complicated. I mean, I ask for an hour a week in the online program, um, which, to be honest, you don't even need an hour, but I ask you to set aside an hour. And then all it is, is about applying simple strategies, be persistent and consistent. And that's all I ask. It's just being persistent and consistent with very, very simple things. And I very much boiled it down to the absolute basics because when you're tired, you don't need complicated. You don't want to be, you know, trying to apply something really convoluted. You just want something straightforward. And I very much keep that in mind with everything that I do so that Mm. it just is the fundamentals of what you need. Um, No more, no less. And I'm also very keen on making sure that you understand every step that we take because Mm. I want you to be empowered, not just listening to me going, oh, well, Emma says I should do this, so I better had. This is about you understanding every single thing that we do because you start to understand sleep and what it is and why it's important. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And when it comes to the actual running of your business, the yeah. actual, you know, the cogs in that machine, what are the biggest challenges that you've had so far with running your business? Um, 
Well, I've got two children. Yeah. <laughs> one is two and a half and one is seven months. Um, so time, definitely time. Um, and also protecting my own sleep because I, I don't want to be a person that is working till 12 at night because I've got kids and then not being able to sleep because that is not walking my walk walking my talk rather um so time is certainly a factor for me at the moment um and because I am so passionate I obviously want to do a lot quickly and my other challenge is visibility because I think naturally um I'm a therapist I work one-to-one with people um I really do well with those one-to-one connections it's it's putting my message out there and allowing people to come to me when they're ready um and that feels you know a little bit different to me um, so, so visibility is certainly a thing and also the visibility and with the right message, because I think I said before that there's so many misconceptions around sleep and when people know what I do, I think, well, I know there's often a reaction of, oh yeah, well, I've tried all that stuff. I don't use the screen before bedtime and I've tried the, um, the warm bath before bed and not realizing that there's a massive, deeper, deeper level that we can access to help you quickly and easily sort your sleep out. So I'm fighting those misconceptions quite a bit, I think. Mm, yeah, it sounds, um, I think there's a lot um, to be said for that. Because we've all read those articles and uh, watched those documentaries and things like that. And it's it's like you take away from it what's, I think, um, that sometimes the easiest because, you know, little things like um, not using your screen before bedtime they seem really like obvious ones as well don't they that well you know just two hours before put my mobile down not look at it again make sure that it's not by my bed as well um Mm -hmm. which is not always easy because if you're using it for your alarm um and then things like you say like the warm bath the lavender they're all really easy things Mm -hmm. to do but if these if it's chronic it's going to take yeah. more than that, isn't it? Absolutely. Those things, I think, are helpful if you just need almost like a boost to the quality of your sleep. Um, I think if you have true insomnia, they're just they're not a waste of time because it's always worth trying these things. And I, you know, and I would always suggest some of them, not all of them, but some of them. But if you have true insomnia, I, I think I said before, it's like putting a sticking plaster on a broken leg. Yeah. It's just not the right tool for the job and it's never going to be. But I think what happens is people who have true insomnia and try these things, because these are the only things that are really talked about, when they don't work, they just feel like, oh, well, I must be completely broken. There's no hope for me. It leaves people feeling really lost and really desperate. Mm. Um, and that's really sad for me. And, and I think the other thing it can create is quite a lot of anxiety. So I see lots of people who've created almost like a, like an hours long ritual of what absolutely has to happen before they go to bed in order to be able to sleep. Um, yeah. and, and, and it still doesn't really help. And it's become such an anxiety that it's stopping them from like living their life and it's making sleep the, the like, absolute focus of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's no good either. Yeah. Uh, would you say that just the way that we're living our lives is, adding to this problem because of the way that we are so switched on um you know with technology just generally and this feeling of hyper communication that we have between ourselves 
Yeah, it's definitely a contributor um, and, and a contributor for, for some people. Um, I think I don't think it's that we can't do these things because um, I do, but it's mm-hmm. more about if we're going to up the level of technology and connection and all that stuff, we also have to up our knowledge and ability and strategies to be able to cope with that. And I think one's happened and the other hasn't. Mm-hmm. Like we've not protected ourselves as human beings against that stuff. Yeah. Um, but equally, I don't want to blame the modern world for all of it because that's just not true. Because for a lot of people, it's not the technology, it's their minds, like mm-hmm. they're, they're warriors or they're overthinkers or they're, um, they get drawn into their thoughts really easily. And actually that can be just as much of a problem, even if they barely ever touch technology. Mm. So it's, it's kind of both. Um, and it's really about us absolutely arming ourselves with the strategies and the knowledge to be able to protect ourselves from all of that. Yeah. Um, and another question for you. <laughs> yeah. What have you learned about yourself along the way? So as you've been running your business and creating this, you know, working towards this bigger vision that you have, what would you say is like the most crucial thing that you've learned about yourself that is would be useful for anybody listening? I think for me it's um, it's being very clear on what you want and the person you want to be and then every day trying to focus on that because you know I've got two young kids my sleep has been up and down let's say um because of because of them and I've seen the risk factors happen in my own head um for developing insomnia but I had the knowledge to be able to make sure that didn't happen um and I think I'm, I'm very driven by everything that I've talked about today. And every day I just try and find a way of making a little bit of impact on what matters to me. And that is in terms of the sleep stuff that we've been talking about and my business. But it's also in terms of what kind of mum I want to be. It's in terms of what kind of human I want to be. And one of the things that really matters is me getting the sleep that I need to be able to be a good mum, good at helping people with their sleep. So it's it's really having to focus on what matters to you and then find little ways to be able to make that happen every day whilst taking the pressure off yourself. Um, you know, your sleep is massively important. So I go to bed really early because my kids get up really early. Um, Mm -hmm. And so there's some things that I'll say no to for that reason, because I know I'm a better person and definitely a better mum when I've had the sleep that I need, that I'm rested. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also know that, you know, this vision and this mission really matter to me. And I want to be a mum that can show my children that you can go after these things and you can make an impact, even if it's not the way that, you know, a person who's got, can do it as a full-time job and has all day, every day to work on it. Like that isn't me, Yeah. but I can keep making that impact and I can keep serving those people. Um, and I can keep showing up for people every week with their questions and help people overcome their insomnia, even though. I don't have all the time in the world to give to it. That is really important, isn't it? Because, you know, you can't run at full capacity all the time. No, no. You know, it's, it's going to make you burn out. And the fact that you can 
say this is my reserve <laughs> this is mm-hmm. the time that I have and it's it's not infinite it's actually it's mm-hmm. 20 hours it's 10 hours it's 15 hours and mm-hmm. to, to know where those boundaries are that's really important isn't it yeah absolutely and I think I think that's true for absolutely everyone um and, you know, it couldn't be more true when it comes to sleep, you know, mm. you have so many hours because then it is time to sleep. It's not sleep is the afterthought. Sleep is not the thing that happens when everything else has been done. It's I have this amount of time and then it's time for my night time. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And um, when it comes to the message, like if there's one key message, what would you say mm. that that key message is? I think my key message to the world is you do not have to suffer for uh, you do not have to settle for poor sleep. You can do something about it. I love that. Do you have a secret that you'd like to share with say like a fellow entrepreneur who is busy with their vision, who's working hard at their mission? What would you say to them how to stick with that vision even when the going gets tough? I think, and this is by no means something that I'm perfect at, this is a work in progress for me too, but I think for me it's it's allowing yourself to have time. Like it doesn't all have to happen this week, this year, this five years. Like if you're committed to a vision, then that could be a lifetime's work and it will never be done because there's always going to be more to do, isn't there? Yeah. There's always going to be something else you can do. And the to-do list will never be finished. <laughs> and there will always be challenges and roadblocks along the way. But if you're committed to that vision, it's just checking in with that vision every day and giving yourself the permission to take time and to be a whole person along the way. Because the last thing I would want is to get to that you know, if achieving it exists, which I don't think it does, but if you got there, I wouldn't want to be a like shell of myself. It's allowing yourself to be a whole person for the journey. And if that means you need to cut down your working hours a bit, if that means you need to go for a walk or take a day off or get some sleep or whatever it is, like you have to be a whole person along the way. Otherwise the vision will not get the best of you anyway. Oh, I absolutely love that. I really do. And it's one that I find a lot of synergy with myself. It's just so important because you just, you have to live your life alongside your business. You, you, cannot, you cannot suffer <laughs> for the vision, can yeah. you? Yeah, that, I think that's it, isn't it? And, and, you know, I'm by no means perfect at it. And I have to remind myself of it every day. And some days are harder than others. Um, but it's just, I think knowing that whatever your vision is, it will only be the best it can be if you are the best you can be. Wow, what a strong message. So you've mentioned some opportunities that you have to work with you. So I just want to um, share them with the listeners today so that we can get a feel for where to go to if anybody's out there that's also struggling with insomnia, that they know where to come and what it is that you have to offer. Yeah. So if you go to sleepseekers.academy, I have my total sleep reset program on there, which you can join today if you want to. Um, 
you can go through all the things that we've talked about in my model and I give you that support as you go as well. Um, I also have opportunities to work with me one-to-one in a more intensive way. Um, And if anyone wants to understand more about their sleep or if this is right for them or get questions answered or whatever, you can send me an email and I'm quite happy to talk it through with you and suggest what might be the best way for you to go. Thank you so much, Emma. I've loved speaking with you today. It's been such a, a, just a wonderful subject to talk about because as I started off by saying that, I, I know firsthand what it's like to suffer from insomnia or sleep problems, whatever you want to call it. I think I've probably called it sleep problems because insomnia seems such a big word <laughs> to use. But yeah. um, I think at times it has been for me, insomnia. Um, Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's what you do is absolutely fundamental. And I would just, mm-hmm. I would just love it that this podcast made a difference in other people's lives too. Well, that's always my aim with everything that I do and everything that I talk about. I just hope that it, even if it just hits one person and one person goes, oh, thank God there's hope, you know, <laughs> then, then that's all I really want because there are so many people turned away and just lost and confused about what on earth they can do to get their lives back and if one person hears an opportunity then that's that's good enough for me thank you emma it's been so lovely to speak to you i look forward to speaking to you thank again you in the future thank you emma thank you take care thank you. bye-bye and you bye you've been listening to word bohemia podcast if you'd like to find out more about us you can go to www.sharonwoodcock.com and you can also join us in our free Facebook group Word Bohemia with Sharon.